Okay, so what I'm going to do is just unpack a few ideas of how these two clips illustrate uh, the truths that we find in the Bible. And the first thing is this, is that this character, Forky, he, he finds it absolutely impossible to see himself through the creator's eyes. He finds it impossible. He's very comfortable with an identity that's rooted <coughs> in his past. His idea of himself is that I am trash because that's where I came from. I came from rubbish. I am rubbish. The first thing we see is that he is defined by his past. His past dictates who he is. His identity is de de defined by where he comes from. And he also has a sense in which his destiny, where he's going, his future, his dreams are also defined by his past and that sense of identity. You know, you and I, we can also find it hard to see ourselves the way God the Father sees us. We ourselves can find it a real battle to see ourselves the way the Father sees us. We can have a kind of theoretical understanding. And have you ever had that where in your head, you have a head knowledge that you are loved, that you are set, accepted, that you are the beloved. You can have a theoretical knowledge that says, yeah, I know in my head in theory that God rejoices over me with singing and delights over me with spinning. And that can be our theory of God. But if you dug down to what we really think that God thinks about us, we would think that God is saying over us, you need to do better. You need to pull yourself together. Maybe in some ways we might say, yeah, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, quoting Psalm 139. But if we really said what we think, we would say, you know what? Actually, I'm rubbish. I'm not worth it. We often see ourselves defined by our past. We often define who we are by our past mistakes. Sometimes the most powerful thing about us is the things that we regret or areas where we find ourselves to be very weak or the areas where we feel very limited or fragile. Or we define ourselves by what others have said about us or what others are saying about us now. In the clip, the hedgehog says important. He's a spork. He's a fork and a knife in combination. We can define ourselves by what others have said. Maybe it's what a teacher said. Maybe it's what a brother or sister said. Maybe it's what a mum or dad said someone important, an authority figure in our life. Maybe it's someone in the church and someone in the church said something and we can define ourselves by that. Or we can define ourselves in comparison to others. Sometimes we can look at others and say, you know, maybe in comparison to them, I'm trash. Yeah, they are, as it were, like in the clip, significant, special, wanted, desired, rejoiced over with. But we look at ourselves and say, I'm not as sophisticated or as clever or as educated 
as somebody else. And we can conclude through comparison that I am nothing. So often we come to faulty conclusions about ourselves. So often we're blind to the reality that the creator, God the Father, says, you are made in my image. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. We can be blind to our spectacular worth. We can be blind to the reality that he is loving us deeply, unconditionally, valuing, prizing and treasuring us. And I would say that when we fail to see ourselves as God sees us, we also fail to see one another as God sees others. It's interesting in the clip that Forky says, I am trash, and then looks at the toys and says, they are trash. It's like his whole worldview is shaped by his own past, his own identity, and his own expectations of the future. And he can't see the fact that the ones around him are actually toys. And when we can't see that in the gospel, we are accepted, loved, prized and cherished, we then struggle to see one another as loved, prized and cherished. We struggle to see other people as actually who they really are, which is glorious new creations. So if you're a Christian, you're a glorious new creation. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And so in that clip, we see that Forky struggles with his own identity and he struggles to see other people according uh, to their identity, too. In the clip, we see that God provides two sources of help for us to get it, that God provides two sources of help for us to overcome our blindness to both our own worth uh, blindness to seeing who God really is and blindness to seeing others as they really are. And the first one, and the most important one, I guess, is the role and the work of Holy Spirit. That in the clip, we see the character, the cowboy, Woody, coming alongside Forky to lead Forky into all truth. He keeps saying to the, to the little uh, spork, as it were, no, actually, you're a toy. You're not trash. He keeps reminding him and coming back patiently to him and saying, no, that's not your identity. You are a toy. And he won't let him settle for any other identity other than the identity that the creator has given him. No, you're made by Bonnie. You are a toy. You are prized. You are wanted. You are rejoiced over. He won't let us settle for any other identity. And Woody is 100% committed to this little character getting it. And I would say God is 100% committed to you understanding your identity in Christ. He is 100% committed to you understanding who he created you to be. He is pursuing you. He is faithful. He is committed to you. He wants you to know that the Father, the Son, 
and the Holy Spirit absolutely loves you. He wants you to understand your identity. He wants you to understand your prophetic calling in the church, in the body, and to bless the people around you. And he pursues you, he'll persuade you, and he'll come after you, and he'll keep bringing you back. In that clip, we see that the the toy wants to throw himself away he can't imagine that he's a toy he wants to go back to his past he can't embrace his new identity he can't embrace his uh, uh destiny to be part of this family and holy spirit pursues him comes after him and that song just echoes it he won't let us throw ourselves away he won't let you throw yourself away God will keep coming after you and keep speaking to you. He will keep picking you up and repositioning you. Philippians says he is at work in your will, that he is at work. Jesus says, I'm going to bring to you the friend, the comforter, who's going to remind you of everything I taught, who's going to empower you and who's going to teach you, the teacher who will come alongside that he keeps coming after us to persuade us of the delight and the pleasure of God. But also in that clip, we see the gift of community. So we see the work of Holy Spirit, Woody the cowboy, pursuing, coming after. But we also see the gift of community. We see that Woody uh, positions this new toy into a community, as it were, of other toys. The church is a beautiful, glorious gift that God reconnects us to himself, pursues us, comes after us, reminds us and teaches us. It's a direct access to God. Each person can be in relationship to God directly. And we see that the, the, the spork, um, forky, has direct access to Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is working directly with him but holy spirit also adds the new toy into a community of toys and this is an amazing thing that god gives community that god gives himself and god gives community that to be a christian is to be reconnected to god and reconnected to people that God takes us sometimes out of feeling isolation to being part of a community. And in this clip, we're reminded that it's not enough to have a, a relationship or a connection with God. We also need a relationship with other people too. He tells the fork, actually, you're part of a community of toys. And I would say that all the gifts and talents, prophetic calling, destiny, dreams to impact and love people well, all get worked out in the context of community. That Woody presents the toy and says, this toy is really precious to God. Um, Bonnie, as it were, in the clip. And I would say that's a little bit what happens when someone becomes a Christian. Someone comes to know Jesus, someone comes into a relationship, and the Holy Spirit presents that person to the church and says, this one 
like you, is precious. This one, like you, is loved. This one, like you, is delighted in. And uh, I think there's something powerful about being known by God and also being known by people. I think that one of the things we could do um, in, in our groups is share our prophetic words, share our callings, share the things that God's placed on our heart to be known by one another, to be known by our prophetic callings as well that there's something powerful about people seeing your strengths and also letting people see your struggles too. And so that's the second part, that Woody uh, presents the toy to a community. And I would say that one of the struggles the community has in that clip is they look at Sporky, they look at Forky, and they think, look at his arms. And, uh, and then one of them says, important, no, he's a spork. It's a real challenge for us believers to see one another through the eyes of God too. So often we get fixated upon the differences between one another. We, we might uh, become uh, fixated upon just our own gifts or capacities and callings and struggle to see that other people also have amazing gifting and capacity as well. I would say it's a real challenge in community for us all to look at one another and uh, in that clip they get put off by his long arms and we could say you know what we do that as well as believers we get put off by the differences the fact that we are so different to one another. And we can judge ourselves and call ourselves trash. And then we can also judge others without mercy too. So I just wanna land with this. I, I heard this a little while ago from a, is a Jewish philosopher from World War II. And he said this, we can see others and say, thou and it. In other words, we can see ourselves and say, I am made in the image of God, but then look at other people and say they are its. And he said, no, we should actually look at one another and say, thou and thou, that each person, each person on the planet is made in the image of God. And that when we're with another person, we're actually in the opportunity to have an encounter with God, that to be known, to know other people, to share our strengths and our gifts, and for another person to share their strengths and gifts with us too, is an opportunity to encounter the presence of God, and to encounter God, um, even teaching us and training us and leading us and uh, reminding us of the Father's love. And so to, to land, there are three things this clip tells us. Number one, to see ourselves as God sees us. To be comfortable saying, I am a glorious, righteous, forgiven, delighted in human being. That because of Jesus Christ, I have no splot or blemish 
I am absolutely seen and known by God and loved. To see God as he really is, not as a harsh taskmaster who is always saying, pull up your socks, try harder, you need to do better, pull yourself together, but rather saying, I know that he sees me as somebody loved and valued. And out of that place of our own identity and seeing God correctly, to then finally see the beauty and the worth of every single human being, to be able to see the reality that each person, every person, whether they look in our eyes so different, are made in the image of God and to see the worth and the value of them.